This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash redbullrant. The following podcast may contain language not suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SV Nation and Once a Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. And I'm Truman, and this is episode 143, Bagel Time. Who doesn't love some bagels? I love. I especially love two bagels. Two bagels. Mm. You know, I would, lo- I would love two bagels, but I can't get good bagels in Maryland. No? R- really? No. I mean, all right, hold on. Here's the thing. I can't even get good pizza except for one place. And and the one place I can get it from, I have to order it well done for it to be, like, not even well done, for it to be, like, actually done. That's no way to live, my friend. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. I picked the no wrong, way to live. I, I must have picked the wrong part of Maryland to live in. Oh, man, that is brutal. Well, you know who's putting the bagel today? It's Pat, because he's not here. Um, Sleeping. Yeah, he actually had some real old obligations today, surprisingly. I mean, I, I thought Red Bull Ramp was his life, but I guess not. Yeah, you would think that a podcast that he doesn't get paid for, he'd make his number one priority. I, I mean, we only made his name, right? Seriously. he so. was, we, we pulled him off the streets of NJ.com blogs. If, if it wasn't for you and me, he would be he would be the third wheel, or he wouldn't even be the third wheel on the Red Bull Ramp. That's, nope. that's, he'd be in the wheel shop, still <laughs> in the wheel shop, in the window of the wheel shop, looking to be picked up by some random podcast. Yeah. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to the scoreless draw down in Dallas. Yes, zero zero on Friday night on uh, Univision Deportes that started twenty minutes late because NYCFC went over. Um, I I I, I got to talk real quick about that part. At least we weren't preempted by like Little League Baseball, but could you not space the games out better? But apparently like, not. Like, you know a game is roughly two hours. What the fuck are you doing, MLS or Univision, that you allow a game to push the other game back by 20 minutes? Well, here's the thing. Have we said anything nice about this network yet? No. There you go. And wait till we get to my dislike. <laughs> well, let's just go right into that, because I bet you that our dislikes are going to be the same. Well, so you go first. Let me let me tell you about mine. It's this stupid channel that no one on planet Earth gets. I can't stand it. I can't stand it not being at home, so I can't record it at home, which I don't understand. I have a great cable company, RCN, which is absolutely fantastic. Unfortunately, I live in PA, so I don't get a lot of the stuff I want to watch, but you would think a channel with that would be on it. Nope. And, of course, do I get it at work? Hell no, because Surface Electric is the worst cable company. Well, second worst, Jay. I apologize. Second worst cable company on the planet. Yeah, thank you. I think you have the worst (laughs) by far. Uh, I probably don't have the worst, but it's but not I, great. So, I, you know, I can't watch it at work. I can't record it, um, which almost meant me coming home and watching uh, the condensed version. But instead of that, I might have uh, had a laptop at work, and uh, I might have streamed the game in scrambly vision. I'm definitely not saying I did that, but there's a chance I might have. I, I can't say yes or no, but that there's a possibility that could have happened. But I shouldn't have had to. That channel should be available. If it's a nationally, quote-unquote, nationally broadcast game, it should be on a channel that a lot of people get. And I'm sorry, I have RCN, big, no, not available. So my big dislike sucks to that stupid-ass network with their dumb English announcers, and I can't even watch it. Yeah, um, that actually wasn't one for your dislike, but I can't blame you at all for that one. I mean, I it doesn't make sense. Like, and it's this the same thing will go for Fox Sports because not everybody gets. I, I think once we get Fox Sports one, but not everybody gets Fox Sports two. And 
actually, FIFA's going to find this out real fast how uppity people will get when they realize they can't watch what they want. Mm-hmm. But you sign these television contracts. M- MLS has to sign these contracts knowing they're intentionally screwing fans over in terms of watching games. Uh, there's, right, I mean, like you can't tell me that you that they don't understand that this channel is not that widely available. And and for it to get just, blacked out and not available for 48 hours on MLS Live. That's a whole other issue. I I can go on a whole different rant about that, but that's that's completely separate. But you sign this contract, you better fucking know what you're doing to the people that have been there. The reason that you still have a league, most of these people can't watch unless they're in, like, the New York media market, like, right next to New York City. Like, if you're anywhere else in Jersey outside of, like, I don't know, let's say 25 and 50 miles of Newark, like, if you're not in that area, like, you're probably fucked. Yeah. Unless you, unless you have DirecTV, and then you're probably and you're fucked for paying DirecTV prices. But, I mean, like, it, it baffles me that both Univision and Unimos, since they're the same, and Fox Sports 2 don't get this wide distribution because they charge too much for cable operators to, to buy in, and MLS goes them anyway. It yeah. just doesn't make sense. Hell, I got that One World Sports Network thing. I get that at home, and I don't even get this channel. Who the hell wants to watch that? Not me, but I have it. Although I do like watching darts. It's very exciting. I bet. You know when those guys go on those epic dart runs? Like, I actually watched a few of those videos on YouTube, how pumped up everybody gets oh, for a guy that hits, like, 180s all the time. Like, it's just, like... It's crazy. It's a madhouse over there in England. <laughs> they love them some darts. Yeah. Uh, well, you know you know who also loves sports but just isn't that good with it? The announcers for MLS Tap on Univision. Oh, boy. Mr. Sandoval, Mr. Uh, I can't even say the other guy's name. I'm not going to bother. Um, what are we doing here, guys? Like, it's obviously a good move to have an English broadcast team for a Spanish station because that's been a complaint for a while. But can we please get someone that knows how to call a game? Granted, uh, I think it's Caligiri is the the lead announcer. I'm pretty sure he knows what he's talking about. But calling a game and is completely different than playing the game and knowing it. That's why I I know I will never be an announcer for a game because I cannot process it that quickly and get it out in a coherent sentence. Like I would be I would be one of those people that'd be saying the the white rocket. Like I mean or white bullet, sorry, white bullet. <laughs> like I get it. You you got someone that knows soccer, but knowing soccer and being able to call a game are two different skill sets. So um let's move on to our uh, like of the game. So what did you like about this one? Uh, I'm in love with... Uh, I have a man crush on Felipe Martins. Can I just say that? Is that alright? That dude is awesome. That dude saving the Red Bull bacon right there. Uh, oh, I love it. What a save. That, that guy, he's really... he He's doing it all, honestly. He's really doing it all for this team. He's creating chances. He's saving balls off the line. Uh, you know, he's not getting a lot of pub on this team, so to speak. You know, he's not overly flashy. He's not posted all over. He's not an MLS star. But ever since he's come here, he's really, he's a real workhorse. He's a Dax McCarty, really. And that's the kind of guys that I love. Those guys that just work all over the field. He played it, he he played a great game and, uh, he single-handedly helped me, uh, be the only one correct on the podcast of getting the, uh, the draw prediction. Well, technically you weren't the only Well, from the podcast people, yeah. Hi, I said podcast. One. I said podcast. But overall, you were not the only one. Um, I, I gotta, before I give my leg, I gotta say, those... I, I, I have some choice words. I'm not gonna use them. Those people who d- decide on the goal and save of the week nominees for MLS, why the fuck is that not a save of the week candidate? I don't know. They had Remember they had Tim Reams uh, against the Galaxy? They had Brett Shea a few weeks ago. Yeah. But I mean, I, I the guy jumped, put, ha- had a reach back with his leg, and got it with his heel. Like, how the fuck is that? And he was literally on the goal line. How is that not a save of the week candidate? I, I don't know. Uh, you're killing me, guys. <laughs> Instant replay. Now this, come on. And honestly, the Red Bulls have been getting snubbed all year on those uh, save and goal of the week nomination stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but my like is going to be one uh, young player, uh, Mr. Sean Davis, who came in, uh, I think it was like the 60, 60th, 60, or 70th minute, somewhere around there, um, and had a pretty 
decent run of uh, play for Lloyd's coming off to spell Lloyd Sam. I, I, you know, on on the road in a somewhat pressure situation. You know, playing one of the better teams in MLS this year, uh, trying to stave off a loss and still try to push forward for goal because the Red Bulls did not just sit back and uh, invite the pressure. They were trying to give the goal themselves. Oh yeah. Um, but to come in as a young player, do that, and he hasn't really, except for the New England match, he hasn't had a lot of playing minutes. So to be able to do that, it was pretty impressive. Kind of like the homegrowners. Yeah, if only we get a little bit more of that. Um, so prediction stuff. Um, let's see. I was kind of right as when I said it was going to be a low-scoring game, and I was hoping for a draw. Well, I'm sorry. I take that back. I actually didn't make my prediction. Uh, Texas lady made my prediction. True, she did. And uh, yeah, she was she was pretty spot on. I mean, that's that's almost what I would have said verbatim what she said. You know, you like I like the low slow, you know, uh, low scoring game and get a point out of a a good team this year. And uh, Anthony Ali was the only other one to get a point. He also called it a one one draw. Oh. Everybody else had is everybody else had a win or loss. So uh, standing wise, that means you get a point back on me. So now you're two points ahead of me. Oh, sorry, All right. sorry, three points ahead of me. Uh, second place is still Let's Play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that FIFA rampaging. Uh, FIFA has nine points. I have eight. Uh, Aaron Barrows in fourth. Uh, Robert Salentano. Austin Fido's in fifth. Uh, the Red Bull Ring guests are in seventh. Uh, Lester Townsend in eighth. Frank Midori and Steve Toto in ninth. Anthony Ali is in eleventh. Pat McDonald, Jason R.B. and Wire in twelfth. And Shiloh Grayson's in fourteenth. So there is your standings. Um... I think that's it, unless you have anything else you want to talk about for the, this match. Uh, yeah, really, not, really. I mean, there wasn't much to talk about, honestly. What can you talk out of a 0-0 draw? It's just the nice save. Um, nothing controversial happened. Get a point. Get the hell out of there. It's kind of surprising, right? It's like this, this is like a weird game for the Red Bulls. Well, well you know, we had such a big, crazy game last week. Yeah. You know, we had, we had a big game last week, you know, with Blue Team. And uh, we got another big Eastern Conference game coming up, so. Yeah. All right, so with that, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have more Rebel Rant right after this. This is Aaron Bauer here with your NYRB2 update for Red Bull Rant. NYRB2 had a busy week with two matches, drawing the Charleston Battery at their first ever match at the at the Rocco B. Comiso Stadium. Anatola Bang gave NYRB2 a 1-0 lead only five minutes into the game, scoring his third goal for the reserve side and his second goal ever against the Charleston Battery. NYRB2 held on all game before conceding a penalty kick right before stoppage time, allowing Charleston to escape with a point in Manhattan. After the match against Charleston, NYRB2 faced the Jersey Express in their first ever U.S. Open Cup match. Unfortunately for NYRB2, they lost 1-0 at the NJIT Stadium in Newark, where former New York Red Bulls player Chris Cars scored the only goal of the match. The Jersey Express will now face the New York Cosmos in the third round of the U.S. Open Cup. This weekend, NYRB2 returned to Red Bull Arena to face off against FC Montreal. It will be the final match played at Red Bull Arena this season for NYRB2. Welcome back to the Red Bull Rant. Uh, we want to welcome onto the show today for the first time ever. Uh, he's actually apparently a, a big listener of our show. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, you've probably seen him tweeted us a bunch of times. Uh, his name is Rich Ransom. He covers the American Soccer League. Yes, there is actually a league called the American Soccer League. Uh, for our sister um, site on Espionation, the brother of the game, uh, Rich Ransom. Rich, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? I can't complain. I mean, we just, uh, you know. Yeah, no, we're we, living, we living large. FC and tied FC Dallas on the road. So, I mean, it's not, not a bad uh, stretch for us. Well, we beat DC United, so I think we're doing better. Oh, I mean, come on. Right, I'm scum, just clapping right? for one result. I'm clapping. You know, I clap that for one result, just one. Singular <laughs> result. But, uh, hey, actually. We'll we'll, go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you go ahead. I was like, hey, we'll point out the playoff race. We're doing fantastic right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, actually, uh, that kind of like is perfect for our first question. Um, and, and, you know, we actually have a few uh, listener emails. Um, I don't know if we're going to. To all of them, but this one I have to do, especially because um, readers of Once Metro will, will recognize that he writes for us. Uh, Lester Townsend writes in, 
says, Hey guys, long time listener, first time emailer. So I guess I gotta, you know, get on him for not right in sooner. Um, says, I have a question for Rich. In a city full of awful and disappointing teams, how did the union manage to be the worst? Thanks. Jeez. <laughs> uh, that the, that's a terrible tale. Um, I guess the main answer is Nick Sackowitz. That's probably the main answer. Oh, I'm going to clap terrible. again for doing <laughs> Nick Sackowitz. Just keep clapping here. Hey, if you guys still hate Red Bull, we, we can give him back to you guys. And then if you wanted to run the team again for you. Oh, no thanks. No thank you, sir. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll, trade, we'll trade if you want. Yeah, uh, that, we're, we're good. good. No, we're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. Well, yeah, we're, we're a terrible team in the city. And it's tough because I know another reporter said this was literally the year for the union to be, to be considered part of the big four or now big five in Philadelphia. You know, the, Phil, the Phillies even said, the Phillies said before the season, we're going to have a terrible season. Don't expect much of us, you know. The Sixers tanked tank their way to, to the third pick of the draft last night. And what else? The Eagles won back to August. The Flyers couldn't make the playoffs. This was the Union's year. And granted, it's still May. But this was the Union's year to, to, do some, to make, the, make themselves known in the city. And they've done a terrible job of doing that. There's nothing much more you can say to that, you know? Yeah, what's left? Uh, lacrosse, the wings, right? No, they moved. Look, he lost they the wings? How did that happen? <laughs> they, moved last, they moved last year to Connecticut. They played in Mohegan's fun in Connecticut. My God, you lost the Phantoms They're over here in Allentown. You're losing the wings. I know. They lost the kick a few years ago, right? Yeah. Well, is the league even still around for the kicks? Well, there there is a soccer still. So yeah, the guy, the owner of the wings, said about like last year. He said he said he couldn't keep afford uh, couldn't make it wasn't affordable for him to keep the wings in Philadelphia. He said that no one would come to the wings wings game. So he said, I'm moving the team and whoever owns Mohegan Sun bought the wings and moved moved them to Mohegan Sun. So we have no we have no lacrosse in Philadelphia anymore. <laughs> Yikes! I miss those I miss those wings of those Buffalo Bandit games. Man, chairs getting pulled out of out of the spectrum, thrown around, brawls in the seats. Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah, we have uh, we had the Philadelphia Fury of the American Soccer League. We have that. <laughs> we have that. All right, so you got one team going for you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the question is, do they actually play in Philadelphia? No, they play in Washington Township, which is by Defford. So, so it's, it's a New Jersey team, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> you play in New Jersey, too. You know, I live in New Jersey as well, but, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, don't, we yeah. don't know what that's like, hearing about, you know, our team playing in New Jersey. We have no idea. Yeah. What is actually people in Philadelphia, people say, well, you don't play in Philadelphia, you play in Chester. I'm like, that's 90% of the league. That doesn't play in the city they're named, so who cares? Well, we were just discussing Frisco, Texas last week. You know, that's that's real close to Dallas. Oh, yeah. Well, Chester's, I think, is like 35 minutes out of Philly, so I don't yeah. know how far Frisco is from Dallas. It's, I think they said it's about a half hour, half hour's drive, so there you go. Yeah. What was it? Like, New England, Foxville is like an hour out of Boston? We know it is, because I made that trip before where I stayed in Boston. Foxville is like an hour drive on the ter- on the Massachusetts Turnpike. Yeah, I've been there in the middle of frickin' nowhere. Yeah. It's, it's so weird. Like, here's this big megaplex of stadiums and shops. And by the way, here's Farm Field outside. <laughs> yeah, go to the movies, eat five guys, go to a crappy Revolution game where no one shows up and the, the security just, you know, roughs you up. It's fun. Yeah. We love New yeah, England. It was, it was great. Parking was easy since they have, the park tents didn't care there. I was like, park, I parked like front, in front of Pages Place, it was like, which was right next to the stadium. So I like curbside parking. That's like the only good thing about it. So, so let me ask you this then: How now did you you traveled up with uh, a bunch of union fans? I mean, you went by yourself, but was there a large contingent of fans up there? Um, it was. Uh, this was like two years ago, so I want to say maybe it was a hundred people. I went. I drove up, but it was like a hundred people. So, uh, so it was okay. So it, I mean, right. So it's a moment. Let me ask you: How were you guys treated when you were there? Nope. I was fine. They didn't bother me. So you weren't pepper sprayed or arrested. Uh, your vehicle wasn't forced to park a mile away and had to walk to the stadium. That's what you're saying? No, that only happens to New York NYCFC fans when they go to Yankee Stadium as a, as a home crowd. Oh, we should bring that up. We'll bring that up later, too. That's plenty <laughs> to talk about. That's another hilarious moment. 
We've been laughing at them for weeks now. Well, I was saying to somebody, like, because that's all, before DC, that was our only win, and then I watched New York City just look terrible, and I got, I don't feel so good about this win anymore. <laughs> yeah, when they're just getting their asses kicked all over the place. Yeah. Well, let, Jay, I don't know. Should we actually talk about the Philadelphia Union? Do Do you want to do that? Do we want to lower ourselves to I mean, discuss it, that team? This is a somewhat related soccer podcast, right? I mean, technically hmm. a soccer podcast. I thought this was a preview show. Oh, it's it's going to be a preview. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. Well, how's how's this? We'll, we'll we'll leave with this question. This one's from another listener. Uh, Jeff Howard writes in, and he says, uh, this may have been asked, well, it wasn't, but uh, his question is, uh, what is it going to take for the Union to become a legit contender in the East, and how long will it take? <sighs> how long? I'm going to say maybe another two years, because I think we're still, we're still rebuilding, at least if you want to call it a rebuilding. Um, Field-wise, this team needs to be blown up, in my opinion. There's just too many guys on bad contracts that just don't fit. Like right now, Andrew Wing is the most obvious example. The death, the death spin video aside, when he just ran his ball, ran the ball out out of, out of the goal, off the goal line, um, this thing needs to be blown up. They need, they need a whole new, they need a whole new roster. And I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon when you have an ownership group that doesn't want to spend money on trying to make this team better. And you know, they are so bad. Um, I mean, they're, oof, it's that DC Philly game was very tough to watch. Very yeah, tough to watch. Um, it, it luckily very much I watched. Was. I was watching some WWE pre-showing on the WWE Network to avert my eyes from it. Um, but well, I had the choice. Do I watch Payback or do I watch The Union? It was like one of the two. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch WCW Thunder instead. I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> watch a little Bash at the Beach, you know. That, that'll do the whole thing over. Um, yeah. You know, as, as everyone knows, Philly is a brutally tough sports town. I mean, we're not going to go over the stories of things that have happened in Philly games and Eagles games, blah, blah, blah. But how long uh, do you think it's going to take for the fans to get sick and tired of this? We've already seen pictures of a coffin being paraded around the stadium. Uh, now, and we know hardcore fans are going to be there no matter what, but how long is your everyday fan going to stick around uh, for this team? Surprisingly, I think a while. Because even when this team was still bad – they were still, the stadium was still 90% full. Now, granted, that could be the camps, that could be the soccer moms, but it's, I think the, the casual fan will kind of go, oh, look, soccer, let's, let's go to this new thing called the union still. I don't know how long. I, I kept figuring maybe this year might be the year they might, they might not show up, but they still kept showing up, even during that losing streak. I think they played Toronto to like a 95% full stadium, which was pretty shocking. And then out of win... Add the win from the last week, which I guess may 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 ask me, may make people believe that they might be being good again. It depends on what happens, I guess, this Sunday on national TV again against New York. Can they beat New York? And whether or not the casual fan will still stick around, I don't know. But I think they somehow they've had a strong base with the casual fan and, and the camps and the soccer moms that keep showing up. So I don't know if we'll be Chivas territory yet. I hope not. Oh boy, let's not <laughs> let's not go there. Well, we'll move up. New England before last year, because New England before last year, they were pretty not showing up there. But I, 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 hope, I don't know. It's a tough question to ask, I guess, when the, how, how, how long the casual fan can show up. Because, I mean, once you lose them, you're in big trouble. I, I always, I'm always very surprised with Toronto. Uh, I don't know how those fans stick around anymore. I, I really don't. And now Altidore is going to be out several months. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? Four months? Some, it was a big – I think it was like four months or so. Uh they're they're in trouble. Well, then they get, they get a question: How long can Javinko hold up that team and Bradley? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's and you lose. And if you lose, and Bradley's what going to the Gold Cup in what? That's what June, I think it is. So next month or July, I don't yep. know. But so that's all right. They all go show up there in the year, so it's all right. <laughs> um, it's going to you know rebuild this team, like you're saying. You need to pretty much blow it up. Where do you yeah. start? What what position are you going to start with? Are you going to start, well, go a, find a designated player, or are you going to just you know build elsewhere? Well, let's start at the beginning. Let's start with the goalkeeper position. Let's get that out of the way. We have four goal. We have four. No, yeah, we have three under contract. Fourth count McMath on loan. We have those two guys on loan. Sylvester is starting, and Bully hopefully is gone by July. The goal. That's the goal they're saying. 
And then Andrew Blake still Andrew Andre Blake is still the goalkeeper of the future. Whether or not he play, comes back from injury soon, I don't know. And let's see, McCarthy is a third string guy. He I'm not sure when he's gonna be back either. But this goalkeeper needs they need they need to find a starting goalkeeper still with them. As for your DP question, we have Modu already, but he he's out for this Sunday, which which is terrible. I think Aristigeta is kind of a DP. I'm not exactly sure. I think he's on a young DP roster. But we're not going to get a big name DP. Jay Sugarman, the owner, said we're not. We don't have the money for a DP. We're not buying a DP. We're never going to get DP. There is a segment of the fan base who kind of goes, "Why can't we have a big name DP? DP like a Josie Altidore or Michael Bradley?" And that that does turn them off from the team. But I don't know if we can get a guy over here. I mean, we have Union Hawk on Twitter who is desperately hoping for Ronaldinho to show up. But I don't think that's mm. going to happen. No. So yeah, and then I have another guy who's who's hoping Rusty Snyder leaves. Turkey to come come here. Uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if we can get a DP. That'd be great, but I don't think it's going to ever going to happen. So we just got to start, just start from the bottom and just work our way up, I guess. Who's been? Uh, l- let me correct myself real quick because I said Josie Adador out four months, and it's four weeks, by the way. I didn't mean to say months. Uh, but anyway, who's on this roster has been aside from goaltending? Because dear God, that has been absolutely horrific. <laughs> I mean, that has been. I can't even describe how bad that's been. You've heard me talk about it several times on the show already. Um, yeah, I talked to you so, about it. Yes, times. yes. <laughs> uh, aside from goaltending, who's been, as a player, the biggest disappointment so far? Andrew Andrew Ringer. Bottom line, he just shows up. But he just gets on the field. Doesn't doesn't seem to do anything. He just runs around and he, he misses shots. Or he just runs runs around. Doesn't seem he has any direction on the ball. They put him in midfield. He can't control the midfield. They put him at forward. He can't score. And then, like I said, the, the, he runs, he gets the ball, just runs it out of the bounds on the goal line. He just doesn't do anything. And we traded him for, they got rid of him, they traded Jack McInerney for him, it was, which was probably more just to give it to McInerney than bring Wango on. But now he's there. It's like, God, what? I think when he stays there, he's a local guy. So it settles the fans to say, oh, he's a local guy from Lancaster. He, he's one of our own. But he's not doesn't do anything. They, they got to get rid of him. But the next guy up is what, Connor Casey? I mean, I'm not sure what if he has has it has it anymore. He looked okay on Sunday, but I don't know if he has it anymore. So well, the one thing is, Connor Casey loves playing the New York team, so you might have he might be able to put in a goal for you. But that that is true. That is true. So I mean, that's it. That's Wingo's the guy we have. I mean, which isn't great, but it's literally here's our team. They kind of told us, and at the same interview, here's our team. Deal with it. So who who knows what they're gonna do. Well, lucky for you, six teams get in the playoffs, so you still have a chance. I know that's what's, that's what's scary. Like I was saying, saying to somebody, like, "Oh, we're terrible, we're terrible, we're terrible." Oh, by the way, we'll probably be like, we'll have this weird summer where MLS math works out. We'll be like third in third in the standings. That's <laughs> um, you know, kind of what I was gonna say. Is like, do you look towards? Do you look ahead at the schedule and go, "Hey, you know, this month, this time, it kind of lightens up," or? You know, hey, we have three straight home games against kind of weaker teams. Do you see any of that at all coming up? I, I don't have the schedule funny, but I think that's what it works out, though, for MLS. For MLS. I mean, I was just seeing Red today. They were saying, oh, L.A. is a bad team. Like, well, you know, Arena just shows up for, what, just shows up in July and says, okay, now we're going to play soccer. I think for the last couple of times, that's been the evening. Granted, it's been around country changes at the time, but it's been July, August shows up, okay, now, we, now we're going to play. And then he's kind of these kind of close ones that they almost make the playoffs and they had these close ones that over to get deep in the US Summer Cup like last year. So I think they, they may do that again this year. I don't know if it'll be as deep as far, but I think around July is when he, they'll maybe, excuse me, figure out what they want to do, how they want to try to play, and then they'll make their crazy deep run to at least make the at least maybe number five or six. I don't, I don't see a team being supported shield winners, of course, but five or six make get, a, get in that wild card game. I think that's enough for what they'll do. So yeah, I'm Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. I was gonna say, so are, are you guys kind of banking on a possible uh, U.S. Open Cup run, considering that uh, one you guys almost made it last year, and two, that's probably your only way to a trophy this year. I think there. I think that is. Well, I know there, there, there's been rumors of two guys from Rangers coming over. I I don't. I forget the names. I think they're right backs, but they may come in and change everything around. But as a U.S. Open Cup run, probably. I mean, they play here. It, the draw came out today. I think they play Charleston and Harrisburg, and they always play always play Harrisburg. They're they're USL affiliate and always seem to win, but they cut it close every time. I think that they could do that. I think I think they may have looked at looked at this roster and said, okay, maybe we could do another USL Cup run like we did last year. That might help us, or at least give us some kind of energy. I think that's what they might do. 
Red Bulls fans I, have nightmares about Harrisburg. Let me tell you, nightmares. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. I, I remember the medals games you guys played with them. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I think maybe use some couple runs of what they could do, but I, I don't know if it would be a deep one. I think you more just say let's just play play it out there and just go all out and see what happens. Jay, or you want me to go? Uh, you go ahead. Okay, good. All right. Um, I want to talk about fan rivalries. Uh, when, right. the, when the union first came around, <clears throat> this will be definitely multifaceted. Um, when the union first started, of course, Red Bulls fans said, it's not a rivalry. They're a new team, no rivalry, blah, blah, blah. We have our rivals, D.C., uh, you know, New England, a little bit Chicago, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, of course, there's a New York-Philadelphia rivalry. That has been storied for a long time. So there's – with the Red Bulls fans, it's it, fans are either 100% one way, 100% the other way. Now, in comes a new expansion team, NYCFC, a.k.a. Blue Team, because that's how we call them, just Blue Team. <laughs> Did you guys, do you guys feel that you have a strong rivalry with the Red Bulls, or do a lot of fans feel, hey, here's another you know, newer team, let's just make that our uh, rivalry? It is or, DC, one- or is DC the big one for you? Well, it, it is completely one-sided. I think we hate New York, but, but for example, Red Bull a lot, because growing up, you're, you're as a fit of sports fan. You're an Eagles fan, you hate the Giants. You're a Flyers fan, you hate the Rangers. You're a Sixers fan, you hate the Knicks. Growing up, growing up you have that rivalry. So that is why we hated, hated New York so much. If you really have a hardcore discussion about it, you'll get you'll kind of get a 70-30 maybe or 80-20 or – and I mean, my math, I don't know if my math is even right. A 50-50 talk between New York and D.C. If you really ask really somebody like me and Jay Cantonese from, New, from the Ben Musket, we'll, tell, we'll both tell you New England's probably the better rivalry because it's just more funny to make fun of each other. So, <laughs> so the real hard, I think, hardcore-wise, I think D.C. Because comparing, comparing the games, D.C. has been more chippier. D.C. Philly have been more chippier than New York and New England. No, 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 I mean, like Red Bull, Red Bull, Philadelphia, and we were the, they were the first game against each other at the link. And I, I say, if you if you see someone build a bonfire, DC's on top, New York Red Bulls in the middle. I don't consider New York City a rival. A rival, they just whatever. Mostly because I just hate hate Manchester City as a Man United fan, so I just don't care about them. <laughs> and New England's just more fun and rivalry between me and some Ben Musket guys about the I ninety five Cup. So, but if you pick the rival, it's DC. That's the rivalry. I guess some guys on your end, I'll show my show my uh, history as being a, a Red Bull Rain fan. You had Wozniak on in 2012 who said, New York Philadelphia's a rivalry, Red Bull Union's not a rivalry. I, I kind of agree because we just haven't had the, the point games. We hate the fans. I know the fans kind of hate each other a oh, little bit. Okay. We, we, oh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, because we kind of – I will admit, as a Philadelphia fan, we need you guys more than you need us, but – I, as a, on the field, it's D.C. more than New York. But then again, Dane Richards said Philadelphia was the rival with the Rebels, so I agree with him. I don't know what Dane Richards is smoking when he says that. I don't, I don't think someone has to give him a history of this organization. <laughs> he's Jamaican. He, I, don't, I don't know. Then we know what he's smoking then. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you mentioned the I-95 Cup, and this is something that, for those of you that don't understand, it, it, it's sort of, I don't want to say like a forced thing because – I, I would imagine some Rebels fans could see this, but... I'll be the one who admits I forced it more than anyone else. And then me and Avon Chamberlain and Jake, Jake just kind of pushed it more. But I'm the one who kind of forces it on everybody's throats more more often than not. Yeah, but so, so the I-95 <laughs> Cup is... The idea is it's um, D.C., Philly, I guess both New York teams now, and New England would have this this big thing, you know, like Cascadia Cup. Like whenever you play anybody in that group you get points, and whoever has the most points wins the cup, like that kind of thing. But so we have an email, uh, and we have this one more email, and then we got to do our predictions uh, so we don't run too much over time. Um, from Tyler Jacobson, he says, Hello, Red Bull Rant. What do you think matters less, any protest by the Sons of Ben or the I-95 Cup? I'm torn because on the one hand, neither of them matter at all. On the other hand, they are both led by people who are trying to make something happen. Even though it never will. Thanks, Tyler. Uh, can I say push? <laughs> I'll push. All right. So uh, let, let's get on to our last email. And this is, we'll kind of, uh, I guess, segue into our prediction stuff. Um, Tim Sheffield writes in and he says, Good evening, Red Bull Rant and guest. 
I, I don't know why he's a guest. I mean, we told him he was that you were going to be on. But anyway, he says uh, I have tactics question about or a tactics question about the Philadelphia Union. Why do their tactics suck? Kind <laughs> uh, actually, funny part. Tactics is my weak point. Um, I don't know. I think just creativity. They don't have it, and it starts from the back line. Back like you have. A backline just doesn't seem to work right together. Ethan White is just as much as I I loved when he got here. I cause he got the when he got ran over at, at that Vancouver game. It was just I just gave up on him. And we have we're missing a piece everywhere. We, we defense we're missing a guy there that doesn't especially you do now on Sunday since he got yellow card. Midfield we're missing a defensive midfielder. Forward we're missing a good striker. It's just and I think it turns into. Just go out there and just try to make something happen. So uh, technically, we just need it. a guy who knows people that know what they're doing. And I don't know. I don't know what, what's missing. Why is Wild Tech is terrible? It's just it's just union soccer. I guess is the best way of answering it. All right. So that leads into, um, and this is going to be our last question. The the one thing we have every guest do when they come on scoreline prediction for the game this weekend, which is the Philadelphia Union traveling to Red Bull Arena to take on the New York Red Bulls. Uh, if I get it right, does that mean I go? First place in the leaderboard in the standings. No, because all, all, the, all the Red Bull ranked guests are combined, so no. But oh, okay. <laughs> but Truman, Truman's at first right now. That's right. For now. Right. Well, wasn't it always Pat was first and Truman just assumed he was first? I don't know. No, listen. Last year, no, 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 Truman, you don't get to say this. This is you don't run this shit. What happened was our our prediction tiebreaker last year was the total number of correct scores, complete correct scores that you accrued throughout the year. And it just so happened that uh, Pat, I'm sorry, not Pat, uh, <laughs> Truman and uh, Austin from Once a Metro combined on total points and the tiebreaker. So they were co-champions last year. Right. Which I'm All still right. fighting uh, my year over, but you know. Well, you could, you, could send, you could send that Texas woman after me. It's not going to do you any good. <laughs> All right, which I told which I told Truman I loved, but anyway, okay. Uh, prediction three three one Red Bull. I just think this this Union team is just I think well first of all they're going to Red Bull Arena. The Union have never won a Red Bull Arena, which is just hard hard to think about. And I think this Red Bull team is just too good. I think at worst was I think we might be a trap game, but I think they're gonna come off Dallas and gonna try and say we gotta make an example out of Philadelphia, and that's what's gonna happen. Three one Red Bull. I hate to say it, but that's what's gonna happen. I like the way you think. <laughs> I don't like the way I think. I just said my team's going to lose. I think I still going to say that. I, I, I call that being realistic, not supporting I, I the other side. So there you go. I'm an optimist. Not for your team, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Rich, before we get out of here, where can people find you online? All right, I'm on a, I'm a, I'm a brotherly game. Uh, normally I write about American Soccer League, the Philadelphia Fury, the AC Crusaders. Normally cover them. Rebel fans, you had a team newer called the Iabout Soul. They're uh, having a year off. The, you have a team in New Jersey called Icon FC, but just follow me on Brotherly Game. That's that's there. I'm on Twitter, Rich Ransom 21. Uh, let's see, I'm on Facebook. So under, I'm Rich Ransom. So you know, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, buy all my gear at www.shot.com, and take care of Spike. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like your new shirt on there. It looks nice. Thank you. <laughs> the Samoa Joe one that, that that's up there. <laughs> what, what what's your cut? Like ten percent? Yeah. Well, according <laughs> to CM Punk, I don't get anything. Apparently, CM Punk does. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, uh, Rich, thanks for coming on. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Red Bull rant right after this. Welcome back to Red Bull Rant. Um, so normally this would be a third segment and we do our preview, but for some reason, Pat has decided to shirk his real-world responsibilities at this moment because he wanted to have a phone call with us. He, he misses our voice, apparently. So, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> how are you doing, Pat? How, how am I doing? I don't know. I'm doing all right. I got a, I'm at a wedding. I'm taking a quick break, you know, for my groomsman duties, you know, so... Uh, I've had uh, one scotch, about four beers, a few glasses of champagne, so I'm good. I'm good right now. <laughs> All right, there we go. We got we got a, a slightly loaded up Pat, ready to uh, 
give us a quick thing. All right, Pat. So one sentence about FC Dallas versus New York Red Bull, 0-0 draw. Uh, hell of a save by Felipe. Too bad they didn't score. Uh, looks good for the future. Boom. That might have been three cents, but whatever. <laughs> Thoughts on crappy channel that the game was on? Yeah, yeah, that's not good because uh, I still can't get the damn SAP button to work. But that might be for the better. <laughs> I was going to say, do you really miss? All right, so actually, no, you you don't miss that. Um, all right, uh, because I mentioned him, Sean Davis, yes or yes or no on his performance? Uh, yes, I, I like you know it's kind of funny like you know they're talking about on seeing red with the you know Holly Curtis saying how many homegrown players get involved. Uh, the more we can see that. I'm okay with it, and I think Sean Davis looks all right. Uh, has a good future here. Do you have a man crush on Felipe Martin like I do? Who doesn't? Come on. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, not only his play, but I mean, come on, man. That guy, is, he's dreaming. Come on. What, was Felipe robbed of a MLS Save of the Week nomination? Yes. I mean, come on. That's, that's obvious. How is, I, mean, I think it's the uh, first or second save I watched on that video. I was like, that's not better than Felipe. It's complete nonsense. I... I I tweeted out, this is obviously more than a sense, but I tweeted out, um, you know, I think, like, this is Don Garber's punishment for the Red Bulls beating NYCFC. Uh, you know, it's like, he's, you know, it's like, uh, Mr. Garber, the Red Bulls just beat NYCFC. He's like, we shall punish them. And this is, this is the Red Bulls' punishment. We've been <laughs> not getting nominated. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's the hilarity level of Blue fans getting arrested after celebrating a draw? Uh, 10, yeah, obviously. Anything they do right now is ridiculous and hilarious, so uh, it's just comical. You know what? It's a 10 that people even show up to that those games at this point. That, that's how funny it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, Philadelphia Union visiting New York City FC. I-95 Cup, yes or no? What was that again? I- there's, there's hot beats going on, man. <laughs> I-95 Cup, yes or no? Uh, oh, yes. I still didn't hear the question, so I don't know. I mean, it's not ridiculous. <laughs> Pat, can you get onto the dance floor and answer questions while, while you dance? I just, just shouted hot He's like, what do you think about soccer? All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how well that would go over. All right. Since, since you are yet again our man on the street, what we need you to do is to find, find a random, random person and ask him what the score of uh, this Sunday's game is going to be. All right. Hold on. I, I got to see one now. Make sure they're clueless. All right, cool. It's too bad this is not a live show anymore. Hey, what, what's the score going to be at this Sunday's game? What's the score going to be at this Sunday's game? It's a Red Bulls game. Do you have a prediction? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't wait. Yeah, I need to answer. Philadelphia. 2 nothing. There you go. We got a 2 nothing score. Oh, hey. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. What a wedding. Yeah. Mazel tov. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mazel tov. Yeah. We wish the uh, we wish the bride and groom good health. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm good if you are Truman. That was fantastic. Oh, what's what is your score going to be, Pat? By the way, what's your I score actually, prediction? I'm going to agree with the man on the street. Two nothing. Red Bull win over Philadelphia. Who scores? Yeah. <laughs> Pat, who scores first, uh, BWP or you at this wedding? <laughs> Uh, BWP, since I'm dating somebody, and they're not here. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to say uh, Kamar Lawrence gets on the board. How's oh, that? my God. You've lost I'm your going mind. Ins- I'm going insanity. I think it's the five beers scotch and the two... Two champagnes. I don't even. I don't think I have the numbers right anymore. I don't have any of that. So whatever. You're not having fun if you keep tracking the numbers. So it's okay. Absolutely. All right, fellas. I better get back to um something. Celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Pat, for coming on. Uh, we'll be back with more Red Bull rant right after this. Welcome back to the Red Bull Rant. Uh, so that was interesting, talking to Pat from a wedding. <laughs> Definitely a, uh, I think that might have been a first, having somebody call in from a wedding for our show. Uh, 100%, yes, that's definitely a first. Totally, totally professional, by the way. 
That's Very how we do it in the Red Bull, Red Bull Rant. 100% professional. All right, so let's move on to talk about this Sunday's game against the Philadelphia Union. Oh, boy. Uh, Sunday, May 24th, 5 p.m. start time. Game is on Fox Sports 1. I will be at the game this week taking my friend and my Red Bull Rant co-host that usually would be there on Sunday is not going to be so he can go screw himself. <laughs> yeah, hey, I got that wrestling day. I got a busy Memorial Day weekend. And, I, you know, the schedule was so nice with all these Sunday games, and I'm, I think this is the second one I'm missing. It's very depressing. So that's not nice with Sunday games. Well, it's it's better for my schedule. It's just not panning out well. That's all. Yeah. Well, at least you can make Sunday games. Sunday games well, are a pain in the ass for me. I think a lot of the listeners will understand when uh, they know I'm recruiting for Forza Lucha 3 at this show. So I'm sure they'll let me pass. Maybe. Let us let us know on Twitter, at Red Bull Rant. Ha- hashtag Truman recruiting. Do I get a <laughs> <laughs> Will I get a pass? Just, just just mention us, hashtag Truman Recruiting, and yes or no. That's like to do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, before we give our predictions, which, by the way, Pat said 2 nothing. Man on the Street said 2 nothing. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, listener email. Uh, this was written in, I think, originally for Rich, but it wasn't really a question. So I figured it didn't deserve to be in that uh, the interview segment. Uh but one Mr. Jason Barkley, we, we actually had a lot of uh, write-ins this week, i got to say. I think we had like seven emails yeah. total. We all, and we're well, only thanks, everybody. Five. Yeah, and you can write us right at gmail.com. See how easy that is? Yeah, do right. it. So Jason Barkley says, Take a bunch of crappy beef that should have been discarded. Fry it with rotten vegetables. Add some crappy cheese Whiz. Throw it all on a stair roll, and you have a garbage meal fit for a garbage team. Also, your goalkeepers, management team, and fans suck. So uh, those are some pretty strong words there, huh? Who was that from again? Jason Barkley. Jason, I like the way you think. And and, and as another Jason, I approve automatically. <laughs> Although I will say, I do I do enjoy the occasional uh, Philly cheesesteak from the few times I wander into that dump. But I, I think you have to go in knowing that's gonna be crap, and you're you're intentionally enjoying the crap. So yeah, it's like it's like going to Taco Bell. Like, there's better Mexican places, but you're not going to talk about for, like, real Mexican food. No, you're not there to keep it fancy. Yeah. You're, you're, there, you're there to unbuckle your belt a little bit. and uh, That's right. <laughs> to let it all out for an evening. Um, I will say this. The cheesy gordita crunch has a little bit of flavor to it. It's kind of nice. All right, anyway. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy my – hey, Taco Bell, sponsor us. I enjoy your food. <laughs> all right. Let's get back to the game. Uh, predictions. So what do you think is going to happen uh, on Sunday at Red Bull Arena? Well, I can't say two nothing now, can I? It's already been said twice. No. So I could either lower, I could either lower my expectations, or I can uh, crank them up a little bit. And as you know, I'm going to crank them up. Will I be crazy? No. But why don't we tack on one more goal? Give it a big old three nothing. Uh, I think the, the third goal is going to be scored because their 15th string goalie is going to be actually staring into the crowd at a butterfly. <laughs> and he's not even going to be paying attention, and the ball's just going to sail right over his head, right into the goal. Because that's this? what I expect out of the uh, Philly goalies at this point. What is this, kicking and screaming? I think it's kicking and it screaming. It is. It will be. It, it, it will be. Listen, are, they, are they the ti- like the Tigers before if, the Tigers got, got Dicka? Is that how this works? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if the Red Bulls don't win this game, debacle. I, I, I mean, they better be down uh, three men in order to not win this game. They are home. They are on national TV. They're coming off a, a, a good result, honestly. That is a good result against Dallas, despite uh, no one scored. And, and a decent last home match against NYC. Right, yep. They're, I don't see this. Uh, you know, Rich kind of hinted that it could be le- like a, um, a letdown game. I don't think this can be considered a letdown game. I really don't. Uh, there's no excuse, no excuses to lose this game or draw this game. You gotta win. These are the games you're at home against a lousy team. Rivalry. Go win the game. Enough said. Uh, I'm gonna agree with you on half your prediction. I'm gonna agree to the three, but I think it's gonna be three-one Red Bulls. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be a situation where it's like very late in the game, and Luis Robles is like, "Listen, I don't need another shutout on my record, so I'm just gonna give you a goal." I, I wow. feel sorry for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Robles is just gonna let one in because he feels sorry for Philadelphia. That's how bad it's gonna get for them. He might let one in because of boredom. <laughs> or that, too. I mean, it's the boredom, feeling sorry. Take your pick. It doesn't really matter what it is. 
maybe, maybe, Jay, maybe he will have fallen asleep. The, the South Ward lullabies will uh, help him out. And, and speaking of sleep, I think we could segue here. Can we not segue? I, I think we can segue here. I think so, we could segue. So, uh, we've been counting down to episode number 150, um, as you guys know from the last few episodes. Uh, this week, we have uh, another moment. This is uh, moment number eight. This is a pat, from, a pat pick. It's a pat pick, yes. And it's kind of fitting, actually, that he wasn't here for the most part for this one. I mean, because that's almost exactly what happened during the interview with Ian Perkin, is that he that's, wasn't there. <laughs> but then he came back. It's... And it's two clips. We're gonna because we have to kind of like you know explain in between. But here we go. Here is uh, clip number one, and then we'll explain afterwards. Right, I would, right. I would love, I would love to see them do it. I would love to see them get out of the group. But I don't know. It's t- it's too hard to call that group. That's why it's the group of death, right? Oh yeah, Pat. Yes or no? <laughs> you there. falling asleep from hearing me talk <laughs> I think he might have actually <laughs> I think he just fell asleep alright all right. Mm. we don't know where he is Jay yes or no yes I'm gonna say I'm gonna say so cliffhanger if you did listen <laughs> to that episode what did I say does it really matter what are we talking because about <laughs> that episode was episode number 103 Recorded May eighth, twenty fourteen, which was right at I think it was I think because we were talking about this before we started recording. I think we said it was the day of the first um, the first World Cup game. Yeah, wait, no, that can't be right because the World Cup started in June. Listen, I know what I'm talking about. Why why don't we all go back and listen to it? <laughs> all right, we can all go. It was yeah. This was posted June twelfth, two thousand fourteen. Wait, what? The, I thought it was May eighth. What the hell? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. But this was June twelfth. You know, you know the funny thing is, past the one that brought it up, he told me May. He is a liar and a sleeper. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing is, we thought he actually fell asleep during the show because um, we hadn't heard from him. Um, we generally have a oh shit, it's June twelfth. Wow, I listened to Pat. That was my mistake. Um, <laughs> sorry, I guess it was today the first World Cup match. But anyway, um, we record our show. P- you know, peek behind the curtain a little bit. We record the show using Google Hangouts to talk, and so it has a, a built-in chat feature. We, while we are recording, we'll type messages back and forth to coordinate the show. And, you know, what everybody else kind of does. And we hadn't heard from him in the chat. We hadn't heard from him on the air, so we were wondering where he went. Uh, thankfully, he showed up not too uh, much later after that. That people wouldn't really know about before the World Cup. That is going to be the, you know those players where they're. Kind of like this uh, uh, dark horse player, John Brooks. Yeah. Hey, hey, he's Brooks. awake. <laughs> he's Pat. I think he woke up just for that. Pat's really the guy to talk about it. So go ahead, Pat. He uh, he woke up. He did, and just he, in time. He he literally woke up. I, I we were joking about it, but he actually did fall asleep during that uh, segment. Yeah, he was, and, and not for not because anything weird Ian did. He was. He had like a very. He barely slept that night, and uh, yeah, he he was out like a light. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, come on, Ian, Ian's voice could put anybody to sleep. It, it's just that it, it's, it's not Are a bad thing. Soothing, Yeah, exactly. It's like it's that nice soothing voice, like that can just put somebody to sleep. It's not a bad thing. It's just it can happen. Soothing. It's that. It's that English accent. It's what it, it is. is. That English accent gets at you all the time. It doesn't even matter what he's saying. He could he could be making fun of you. Till the the you know till the cat comes home, but it's that soothing voice that gets you. Yep, you're in. You're just roped in. <laughs> exactly. All right, so I believe that leaves us with only one more regular segment now. Oh, what? Gee, I'm not sure what you could be talking about. It might be my terrible team of the week. Is that what you're talking about, Jay? Terrible I, team. I think it is. Well, I mean, there's only there was a lot of uh, interesting games over the weekend. And I was waiting so long to talk about this terrible team. And that's a team that looked god-awful, couldn't score, and then got beat in the last minute by the already-mentioned Philadelphia Union. Oh, D.C., it's so nice to talk about you finally. You thought you were living high on the hog. You know, oh, yeah, battle for first place in the East. And then you go and do something like put up that piss-poor showing against the Philadelphia Union. Hilarious, hilarious. Can't beat them. 
uh, can't score, gets scored on in the final minute. Fantastic result. Good job, Philly. You did something right for once. Ha ha, DC. Terrible team of the week. The best part about that is on Twitter, uh, former guest of the show from the uh, blog Black and Red United and the Filibuster podcast, Jason Anderson on Twitter put up a tweet that said, Dallas draw equals DCU remaining atop supporter shield table. NYRB draw equals not a RBNY win. Everything's coming up DCU. Oops. Man, how must that have felt on Sunday? Fantastic. I mean, just fantastic. I hope that happens more often. I really do. Yeah. We, we can use some uh, some DC terrible team of the weeks. Yeah, awesome. I don't want to do it every week, but, you know, I don't know if we can do it every week, but I hope so. All right. Uh, so I think that's it since uh, Pat's off doing his supposedly groomsman duty again. That's right. Dancing. Yeah. So, do you have uh, anything else you want to discuss? Uh, do I have anything else to discuss? Uh, if you're in the Eastern area uh, this Saturday night, come on out to Mothers in Eastern PA. We're doing an awesome comedy show. I mentioned it last week. I'm going to mention it again. It's our Forza Lucha, Forza Lucha Laugh Show with guys from the Heavenly Podcast. It's going to be a good time. It is free to get in if you want to just donate some money towards the comics. Come on out. Uh, tweet me for any info. Uh, that's about it. Is the show going to be available online at all, or no? This comedy show? Uh, no. Okay. But if you want a copy of the Forza Lucha 2 uh, show on DVD, also get a hold of me, or tweet at Forza Lucha, or email Forza Lucha at gmail.com. We actually have those available. Look at that. So holla at your boy. All right. So let's uh, wrap this one up. Oh, 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 wait, I forgot. I almost skipped over it. U.S. Open Cup. I know. Oh, yeah. oh my God! How are we not talking about this? Actually, I, we have a couple of things to talk about the U.S. Open yeah. Cup. Yeah. Oh. All right. So I know not everybody is a fan of U.S. Open Cup. I know Pat's not. With so it's a good thing he's not here for this. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um. So two things. One, New York Red Bulls two played uh, last night and uh, lost to Jersey Express, which was a PDL team. Uh, well, nothing. Didn't really play that great, but at least some kids got some playing time. So there's that. Yeah, does it does this sound familiar? They didn't play their starters. Well, we all know the why. There's a reason. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: the MLS loanees were not available for this match because they would get cup tied. They wouldn't be right. allowed to play for M- the MLS side, presumably. Because they're in, gonna. In, in, in their in their attempt to really go at it this year, it's going to be the reserves probably taking on uh, segueing into the second part of this. That's right. Taking on. Um, either the Atlanta Silverbacks or Chattanooga FC. Uh, the Silverbacks are playing the NASL. Chattanooga plays in the NPSL. And uh, Chattanooga actually uh, was defeated by the Red Bull Under-23 team in the NPSL championship last year. Um, so whoever wins that match will play the Red Bull's MLS team at Red Bull Arena on Tuesday, June 16th at 7.30 p.m. in the Open Cup. Presumably, presumably that means you're going to see all the... the, the uh, USL starters slash MLS reserves because yep. that's that's what trying for the Open Cup means. So yeah, what else is new? What else is new? Well, I can tell you what's not new, and that's following us at onceamatcher.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant, uh, helping us support the show at patreon.com slash red bull rant, emailing us like seven people did today. Yeah, boom. Red bull rant at gmail.com. Calling us on our voicemail line, being the first one to use that in a while, 973-348-5329. Uh, Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show, at once underscore A underscore Metro for uh, once Metro, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at PMACD82 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. You can subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or SoundCloud.com slash Red hyphen Bull hyphen Rant. And remember, the current quote, old feeds will be going dark um, at the end of May slash beginning of June, so make sure you switch over to the new feeds, which are available under the name Red Bull Rant. That's it. Nothing else. Just Red Bull Rant. So, Pat, uh, <laughs> said Pat like he's here. Truman, before we wrap this one up, any last words? Uh, one big old word. How do you say it? Uh, I think it begins with a W. W. Walrus? No, it's win. It's win. Win, 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 beat the Philly Worms. All right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode number 143 of the Red Bull Rant. 
Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out.